Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 76 of the Catholics Against Militarism podcast. My name is Ellen. I hope you're all doing well, and I'm glad to be back with you today. I've received a couple of really interesting questions from listeners of the podcast recently, so I thought it might be fun to do uh, an answer uh, episode about one of the questions that has come in. So this question came in from um, a longtime listener, Janine. Hi, Janine. How are you? <laughs> I hope you're doing well. Um, thanks so much for sending me this question. Janine said, Dear Ellen, I'm very happy you have been back on the scene. Yeah! And I'm trying to follow your podcast. Thanks for promoting Father McCarthy's new film. By the way, it's called The Meaning of Trinity, and there's a, it's, there's a short that advertises it on my YouTube channel, so check it out. Um, anyway, back to Janine's email. She said, I viewed it, and it was very good. Ellen, I have one question, and it, and it is, why do people who are in this movement sometimes not want to be called a pacifist? On looking at the definition, it seems it is someone who is against violence and war used to settle a conflict. What's the difference between that and being against militarism? Um, so she wanted to know a couple different things here. I'm going to save one of those questions for another episode, but in this episode, I'll deal with the question, why do people in this movement sometimes not want to be called a, a pacifist? So I think there's a few reasons why. Number one, when we think of the word pacify, um, who do you pacify? You pacify a baby with a pacifier, or you pacify little children, right? So when we think of the word pacify, we think of an effect that you're trying to have on another person. And so pacifism can be reduced to something like a tactic that is used to produce a certain effect. So if it's merely a tactic used to produce a certain effect, then it either does or does not work, right? So we would be able to uh, critique the tactic or evaluate the tactic based on whether or not it's effective. And so I often think of the story of, you know, most of us have heard stories about the kid who was bullied at school and he kept getting bullied and he kept getting bullied until one day he stood up for himself and punched the bully in the nose. And then after that day, the bully left him alone, right? So if this is the kind of tactic that works, then why wouldn't we use the tactic tactic that, quote, works, right? Um, so in this sense, pacifism can, if it's, if it's talked about as a tactic, it can often be um, reduced to mere idealism. And that, of course, is contrasted with realism, right? And who wants to be an idealist when you, you could be a realist? So that's one of the things is that it's associated with the word pacify um, and reduced to a tactic. The second reason people don't like to be called pacifist is because Passive, the word passive is an antonym to the word active. So we associate passivity with doing nothing. Oftentimes the saying comes to mind, good, or sorry, evil triumphs when good people do nothing. And you hear that said all the time. So of course we don't want to be the people who are doing nothing, right? <laughs> like, so, so oftentimes um, pacifism is associated with passivity. Um, the third reason is because um, I actually looked up passive in my etymology dictionary, which, which talks about the roots of different words. Um, and it means in the etymology, etymology dictionary, it meant suffering, suffering action from without. Suffering action from without. And it is actually located right under the word passion, which means suffering. So I'll get back to that in a minute. 
So basically, we object to this use of the word pacifism because when you're talking about gospel nonviolence, it's really not a tactic used to produce an effect. What we're talking about is doing the will of God as it is taught by the words and the deeds of Jesus Christ. So looking at the way, the way with a capital W, of who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, looking at what that way was that he taught, both in the way he lived, in the way he died, and in the words he used to teach us. So it's not about a tactic that produces a certain effect that is like immediately visible. It's about foremost doing the will of God. Number two, um, um, gospel nonviolence, as Father McCarthy talks about it, is not doing nothing. Um, it's only doing nothing if you would look at the life of Jesus and say he did nothing. Um, Jesus wasn't passive, and he certainly wasn't passive in the face of evil. His whole entire life was standing up against and resisting evil. But the question is how to do that. So in my view, at least, um, gospel nonviolence has a lot to do with prudence, which the, the technical definition is to discern the true good in any circumstances and to choose the right means of achieving it. So that's what it's about. Um, so so that, that we don't talk about it as a tactic and we don't talk about it as passivity or, quote, doing nothing. Um, I will say, though, that when people object to, to uh, pacifism because they associate it with suffering action from without or they associate it with suffering, this is a reason why people object to both pacifism and gospel nonviolence. I think there is something um, in people that do not, we do not want to suffer. We do not like to suffer. And so if something might lead to that, we tend to not want anything to do with it. So I do think that that is another reason why people um, would object to both, actually. So I hope that helps, but that's not the end of the story. There's more to it. Uh, we actually discussed this, Father McCarthy and I, in episode 11. So if you listen to the first 45 minutes, Janine, and anyone else who's interested um, of episode 11 of the podcast, we talk about pacifism and he goes into it and he can explain it much better than I can. I was sort of giving you the cliff note version, but go check out the beginning of episode 11 if you'd like to hear more about that. As I was answering, answering Janine's question and formulating my response, I realized that I can probably answer a lot of questions like these. Um, and the reason I can answer them is because I have asked them before myself. And after hours and hours and hours of talking uh, with Father McCarthy, especially on the podcast, and, and also outside of the podcast, um, I've been asking these questions for the past 13 years, and I've gotten many of them answered um, to, my, to my great satisfaction. So it started to occur to me that um, I can answer a lot of these questions. So I invite you to comment on this video with any more questions if you've been listening to this podcast. Um, if you have any more questions about the kinds of topics we, we discuss, oftentimes gospel nonviolence, comment or email me at contact at catholicsagainstmilitarism.com. I'm not going to answer you based on my personal insights or my personal opinion. I've only been researching this and learning about this for 13 years, and Father McCarthy has been thinking about it, writing about it, talking about it, reading about it, researching it for, I think, 55 years. So what I will do is I can help you uh, to go to the exact places in our podcasts where we've talked about that before. Because if you have a question, chances are I have had a question too. And I've already asked him. So I can tell you where to go to find those answers or I can point you to his body of work 
um, his retreats, his lectures, his writing, his books, and I can tell you where he might have talked about a certain topic or a certain question before. So I invite you to do that. Um, I remember for the first uh, year that I knew Father McCarthy, I, I wasn't in the same location, but I used to email, email him so many questions. And after, I'd say, six months to a year, he finally just wrote me back and said, Ellen, come on, have you listened to Behold the Lamb? Have you listened to it yet? Because at this point, you just need to go listen to it. A lot of your questions are answered there, and um, I, I recommend you listen to that. So I did. And I finally listened to it, and um, it was totally life-changing. So I want to ask you, for those of you who are longtime listeners or perhaps have just discovered this channel, have you heard Behold the Lamb? Behold the Lamb is a, is a series of 16 presentations that Father McCarthy gave at um, Knock Shrine in Knock, Ireland, which was a location of, a, uh, I believe, the only Marian apparition ever to happen in Ireland. Um, so he gave these talks in the, in the mid-90s. They're professionally recorded, and they're absolutely incredible. And so I thought to myself, how am I going to get these people on my podcast to actually listen to this? Um, so I have decided to do a pre-Advent retreat. So if you need a way to prepare for the preparation for the coming of Christ, <laughs> um, then you can do my pre-Advent retreat, and I want to invite you to participate. I decided to do a pre-Advent retreat instead of an Advent retreat because every single year I think to myself, I'm going to have a super spiritual Advent. And then like it never happens. Like I get busy. There's like family. It's like, you know, parties and like things happening, events, shopping, all the rest, sometimes travel. And um, it just never happens. So I thought to myself, if I'm going to do an Advent retreat, I actually want to do it in November. So we're going to call it a pre-Advent retreat, and um, it's going to be a way to prepare for Advent, <laughs> to prepare for your preparation. After doing the summer class on the Hunger Games this summer, it, I just, it was an incredible experience. It was great. I think we only had about 15 people signed up. I think about four of those were teens, but 11 of them were adults. And it was very, very good. We met four different times over the course of 40 days. And um, in the link that advertises the Advent retreat below, you can see some of the testimonials that came in. And people were like, this is incredible. Like we were listening to Behold the Lamb and they were like, I've never heard anything like this. This is amazing. Why have I never heard of Father McCarthy before? And it made me really happy that I could share that with them because um, I know it, it, was, it was very, very effective and impactful for so many of them. So I'd like to share it with you as well. So um, this is going to be a, an Advent retreat, in pre-Advent retreat in November. We're going to be on four different Thursdays. Uh, just to be clear, all of the Behold the Lamb lectures are free online in English and in Spanish. You don't have to pay for this class to hear Behold the Lamb. It's totally free, and I will put a link to that below. But the value of joining the retreat, I think, will be, well, number one, you get to listen to this over the course of a month and listen to it with other people. And I think there's something to be said for actually discussing and talking about these ideas with other people who are listening to them and reacting to them and commenting on them. Um, so you're going to have that chance to comment on things and talk about it online and also in the online meetings. Um, and also I'm going to write a study guide because when I had the um, students 
adult learners and teenage students this summer listening to Behold the Lamb, so many people told me that it was very helpful to have a study guide to listen to use to while, while they were listening. So they can keep their ears open for certain things and kind of help them pay attention to the lectures and write down observations and whatnot. So you'll have the study guide as a part of the class. And most importantly, Father McCarthy will be joining us in the online class. So the first one is going to be on November 2nd, and Father McCarthy will be there to welcome everybody and give a, um, a talk to kick everything off, like an, introduct an introductory talk. And then the next day, on November 3rd, we're all going to start listening to the retreats for presentations or lectures every week. And we'll meet on the following Thursday on November 9th and November 16th in the evenings. And Father McCarthy will not be there for those. I will be moderating those. So I plan to do a little bit of prayer, a little bit of guided meditation and reflection, and then, of course, some discussion and some, some Q&A um, about what we've been hearing in the talks. And then in our, we won't meet for Thanksgiving. And then in the final class on November 30th, Father McCarthy, Father McCarthy will join us again and do a final kind of Q&A with him. So throughout the course of the month, I will answer whatever questions I can, either online or in our online meetings. And anything that I can't answer or that we would like to revisit at the end of the month, we'll kind of table and save for our final class with Father McCarthy. So this will be a great opportunity to get to actually interact with him yourselves, ask him your questions, and also just spend the month of November in some in a spiritual retreat. It really will be incredible. I promise you, it'll be it'll be amazing. So um, and do it with us. You can do it on your own. It's all free. But if you join us, you know there'll be a little more community, and of course a little more accountability. So sometimes when you sign up for something and commit to it and pay a little bit of money, it just motivates you to do that. And also you want to show up and get the most out of our discussions. So you'll be more likely to stay on pace with the course and you can finish all of Behold the Lamb by the end of November. And I promise you, it will set you up for a truly, truly wonderful Advent because you will have prepared for your season of preparation. So... Um, if you want to check out the link below, you can read some testimonials um, from people who have listened to Behold the Lamb, from my classes and people from the past. And um, remember that our great commission that Jesus left us with, left us with was, um, I send you to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go out and teach them all that I have commanded you. So I really think that Father McCarthy is is probably the best at doing that, at teaching what Jesus actually commanded. Um, and so I, I, I encourage you to sign up and join. And um, the link is below to the class if you'd like to do that. Really hope to see some of you in November. Thanks so much, and I'll be back soon with an answer to another um, listener's question. Okay, God bless, and have a great week.